What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees, and you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. Welcome back to the boys of 161st Street, episode 197. As always, presented by Chalkboard. Chalkboard is a fantastic app that syncs whatever sports book you bet on, and it has a group chat built in where you can chat with us during the games. We use it as a game day group chat. There is 227 strong, I think there is now in that group chat. Don't be the only one who's not in the group chat. Uh, Damon's in it, Chandler's in it, and Murph is also in it unfortunately so if you guys want to talk to us <laughs> i'm just kidding murphy if you guys want to chat with us during the wow. game we're having a lot of fun there come check us out in there go download the app it's in the link in the podcast here it's a link in our bio anywhere go click that link join our group and say what's up to us because we're having a lot of fun and the Yankees are having a lot of fun too because it's, it's fun to have a fun with people. a 10 game winning streak going on right now hard to get a little pessimistic about these fellas right chandler no i'm not pe- i haven't been pessimistic <laughs> in a while we might never lose again Nope, no shot. Why not go for twenty? What's the what's the what's the record? Twenty one, twenty two, twenty two. Philadelphia is. I'll wash my mouth tonight. I'll let you guys know. Well, no, it's not them, <laughs> is it though? It's somebody else, right? Didn't the Indians come close to it me, is... like two years ago? I don't think they did, but there was probably some team in like the eighteen. No, because I remember I was shocked like that it wasn't for it. Twenty six, New York team. Giants, twenty two. No, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry, Cleveland did beat it in twenty seventeen. Yeah, welcome. That's why it was wild. Yeah. What are the what are the uh, aids have in Moneyball? Uh, twenty. Mm, twenty. Losers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking losers. What How do you realistically think we get to? Ten. Realistically, I don't think we sweep. I don't think. Fucking asshole. No, it's true though. You can't just expect to sweep the Blue Jays. No, but he's no. he's being a fucking asshole. I did that just because I wanted to see a reaction. But I, I mean, I don't think. I was gonna say ten or eleven. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think we'll sweep sweep the Blue Jays, and that's not like an indictment on the Yankees. They're just a good team, and we've won a lot of games in a row, and we've used a lot of the bullpen, and we've. You know, I mean, we've gotten some lucky bounces here and there. You're, I mean, it's Major League Baseball. You're going to lose games. Good I teams, believe it's going to be good teams, 16. Good teams lose to shitty teams. We're playing a damn good team right now. I just, I think it'll end in this Blue Jays series. And even if it does, who fucking cares? I mean, win the series and just keep doing what you're doing. I care. It'd be cool if they broke the record. I think it's going to be 16. I think it'd be awesome if they break the re- broke the record. Do I think they will? No. Mark it, 16. I, I I'll think static if it's 11. I mean, tomorrow's tomorrow is I think the make or break point to me. Tyone, it's JMO pitching against I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he looks pretty good on the Blue Jays. As long as it's not pronounced Gosman, we might be all right. Yeah, I'm more scared of Manoa than Gosman. Think so? I don't know. Manoa Gosman looks good. good. Manoa, I think Gosman's hit us. better. I mean, we. No, I I understand that, but I still. Think Sorry, I, it's Manoa. I, I was looking at the game on uh, Wednesday. Never mind. So it is Manoa tomorrow? It's Manoa tomorrow, yeah. All right, so it ends at 10. That's what I'm saying. Like, J-Mo against Manoa, it's not a good matchup for us. Manoa's Um, damn good. He is. Then we have our Cy Young Wednesday, Nestor's pitching. Um, And then we're facing the Rangers for four games. So, three games, sorry. And then then we go to the White Sox, which, say what you want about their record, the White Sox are still good. So, I think tomorrow's tomorrow's a make or break point. I think if we lose, we might lose. I think it's a... If we're going to lose at all, 
tomorrow's <laughs> tomorrow's the game yeah. we lose. Yeah, if we don't finish 156, which, will, which is today, six. which is today, so 16 it would be wild. I honestly like <laughs> the fact the fact that we were on a nine game winning streak against teams that we should have beaten, and then we come in and have a fantastic game against the Blue Jays and win number ten. That's just it's so amazing to me. It's it's amazing to me because we're we're winning games. Exactly, Murph legitimizes it. We're winning games that we wouldn't win last year. Like yesterday, we're losing, losing, losing all game. And then you come back and they fight and they scratch and claw and they win a baseball game. They don't win that game last year. This game today, they get the lead. They give it up immediately. Chad Green came in too. They get the lead. They give it up immediately. Last year's team gives up when they when they do that. This year, Chad Green actually showed at to your point a little bit of nuts for the first time in two three years and shut the door i mean these are games that they lose last year these are games that we are used to seeing them lose after 162 of them and i know you're you're usually very against chagrin and i'm not a very for him but i've i've made mention that i think he's a he's a good pitcher and he's very not clutch and i i agreed with chandler on the uh the the stream that uh, while we're watching the game that I did not want him in that spot. And he ended up coming out uh, on top. But, I mean, I know Chapman pitched a lot. and He pitched two games in a row, and Mike King threw 15 pitches last night. I, I still think Mike King probably should have gone in that spot, even though I, I, I don't understand. If you're, if you're saving him for the next game, it makes no sense because it was a 3-2 game. There's no better spot to put a guy like Mike King in there. But who cares? He got out of it. Um, still don't agree you with it. but he was next. If... Chad Green lets up a hit and a walk and gets one guy out. You know Mike King's going. Do you think it's that they were saving Mike King? Because that makes no. no fucking sense to me. I don't think they're comfortable, comfortable running him out back-to-back nights with a high pitch count, a high pitch count, and relatively. I don't think they're comfortable doing that yet. If Chad Green didn't pitch the day before. like I think that if Chad Green pitched through 15 pitches last night and Mike King was available tonight, and didn't pitch the night before, then it would have been Mike King. I think the I think, yeah. side note on this, tell me what you think about this. This is kind of what I was thinking for Chad Green, what I would say that his role is, what I would like to see him in, is like if we're losing by like a run or two, I think if Chad Green's in, I'm okay with that. That's I think, should be his permanent role. That's what I'm saying. That should be his permanent role. He doesn't need to come in to hold games. He doesn't need to come in to close games. If we're down by like a run or two, you bring him in to keep it close, maintain it, maintain, maintain the deficit. And if he gives up some runs, whatever you're already losing, if he's locked down, then good. Then you just move on and life's good. Yeah. I mean, even today, like I know we got, I know he closed the game out for us, but some of those pitches were very risky. Dude, he was hanging. He was hanging those curveballs up. Kirk. Yeah. He got very lucky on some of those pitches. Notorious Yankee killer, Alejandro (laughs) Kirk. (laughs) And if, if, you know, one of those pitches could have gone and one of those hits could have gone very wrong and he got very lucky and got out of it, but that cannot be a consistent thing you rely on moving forward from a guy like, uh, green. No, if he, if if he was hanging those pitches to Vlad jr. Instead of Alejandro Kirk, we'd lose that game. Yeah. And and he, I don't know. No, that wasn't Vlad. Um, that wasn't green. Sorry. Uh, Springer. No, Clay Holmes uh, hung a pitch to Vlad, and he like, took it like 300 miles per hour to yeah, left top field. Spin, top yeah. spin, just right over the third baseman's head, going to clip his heels. He hit it so hard. But again, yeah, so if, that was a, if that was a little, if that, if that caught a little more of the play, that would have been out of the park. 
Yeah. And Chad Green's been pitching that would have been through the fucking dome. Correct. So. Well, it's so funny. We were just talking about how great Murph's Wi-Fi held up today. <laughs> Rip. Uh, speaking of relievers, I think that now is a good time to bring up the conversation of Mike King versus Jordan Romano. Because oh, Jordan Jordan Romano, they just named the AL and NL relievers of the month. Um, obviously, Josh Hader gets it from the NL, but the AL Jordan Romano got the reliever of the month, and not sure why. Because when you look at the stats in the month of April, which obviously is the month in question they're talking about, Mike King fourteen point two innings pitched. Point, you know, I'll go I'll go stat by stat so you can get a good comparison. It's hard to follow in a in audio only when you're not looking at the graphic. So. Mike King versus Jordan Romano. Mike King wins with 14.2 innings pitched to 12.1. ERA, give the nod to Mike King, 0. 0.68, 0. 0.61 ERA versus 1.46. Uh, FIP, give the nod to Mike King, 0. 0.7 FIP versus 2.36 FIP. And then in war, 1.1 war, give the nod to Mike King versus 0. 0.4 war. He got absolutely robbed of AL reliever of the month, and it's kind of disrespectful when you, I mean, I don't know how you can't, they just value at, saves too much. Does just how many how close. many saves does Jordan Romano have? He, he has, had like eleven. Mike saves. King at least has one. No, he had like eleven saves. Well, he's, he's the he's the, he's the closer, closer on the though, team. But so like, like when you look at, I mean, they've been like slots for war as of late for most accolades to give out, and he had more than double the war that if, Jordan Romano. If this, had. he had almost triple. If, if he had one, if he had point anything, one more, yeah. he would have had triple his war. If this Math. award meant anything, I'd be pissed. I mean, luckily, it's just a bold. <laughs> no, I know. Like, it it's a, well, no, and uh, is Andrew from BP, he, he tweeted, he's like, you know, I don't really care about monthly awards, but this is kind of bullshit, and that's where I saw it. And it's like, you know what? He's, he's kind of got a point. Like, I, obviously, I'm not going to lose any sleep. They didn't win AL reliever of the month. But, no. <laughs> but, like, I just want to put some respect on Mike King's no, name because I think across the league, I don't think anybody knows who Mike King is. No, I think I think, I think we're the only ones who know who Mike King is. And not that I want to say that that's a problem, but I I think if he continues to do this, he he better get some respect because he's certainly earning it, uh, earning his pinstripes. He's the perfect so guy. Say. If we're sitting at the stadium watching a game and Mike King comes in, like us, they're like, "Fuck yeah, Mike King." And then some sloppy Boston asshole next to us is like, oh, fuck, yeah, Mike King's in the game. We're about to blow this fucker wide open. We're like, no, I mean, just no. Like, that, this is, he is the perfect guy that people don't know enough about, but he's just absolutely dominant. Mike King yeah. could ride the subway with Nestor and nobody would know who he was. I would. Okay, yeah, I, I we would. <laughs> I, I, would know so. who, I would know who. Ne- I'm not if you saying sh- that to if you. If you took I'm Nestor's like... mustache off and put it on somebody else, I would be like, yep, that's Nestor's mustache. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like, I was saying, we're different people. <laughs> I was saying it in a way like, you know what? I, I got you, Mike. That wasn't at you. But I just think it was a little disrespectful. It was very disrespectful. He won't get the respect until, you know, he does this for a year, two years. No, I mean, he, if he keeps it up, he's going to get some respect. I, I mean, th- this is a little ridiculous looking at the stats side by side, but I think you're right, Chandler. I think that the saves are, I mean, they're they're accurately valued, but I also think that, that they weigh a little too much into little things like this. And I feel like if Mike King was going to get any recognition in the long run, then this might be a little bit of an issue. Because if, he's, not, he's not going to be in a safe situation if it was At AL all. closer of the month, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's reliever. It's reliever. So you can't you That's can't true. factor uh save more than everything else if you're giving it to all relievers as a whole. So again, not mad, just 
respect respect my king. Yep. All right. Before we get into anything else, I did want to talk about one thing. We kind of saved the world yesterday. You yes, we did. Not Murphy. Murphy was not there. But the uh, the other fellas, the real fellas, they were going golfing. <laughs> Whoa, that, was, that, that was rude. It's just because you're not here. You're in the great north. So we, we, had you he... been here, you would have saved the world. I actually think you would have you would have run right into the fire. And yeah, I'm talking like actual actual fire in this situation. We could have used the word local fellas. Local fellas. I I I I feel like I've been coming at you a little bit in the most recent episodes, Murphy, and I, yeah, I don't. That's true. It's yeah. misguided and it's childish, and I and I <laughs> and I, I shouldn't be doing it and. I apologize, but what we were doing, the, the the local fellas were going golfing on Sunday, yesterday, and uh, we smelled a little smoke, and you know who went running right when they smelled the smoke? Damon. Damon just, we were going to consult each other, we were already on the golf course, and no time. There, there, was, there was a forest fire a brewing, and Damon, Park Ranger Romeo. Damon and uh, we were all, we circled up, and we were like, Trying to find a, a plan of attack here. I are, just drove the golf cart right are into gonna, the fire. Are we going to play through? Are we going to try and put out this fire, even though we are clearly not qualified to put out a fire? Um, Damon, without hesitation, just just went straight into the fire. So yeah, you got to you got to tip the cap to him. I did not want to put out the fire. I wanted to play through. Also Chandler wanted also wanted to play through. He looked at me as we were all together. He was like, "Hey, are we going to do this? Or are we going to just play through?" And Damon just left. So. I, I regret it a little bit. I, I ruined my pants. My pants are burned. They have a hole in them. <laughs> a burn hole. I, have a, I have a burn mark on my ankle, but aside from that, I saved the Bronx. So. Anywho, so. Yeah. Uh, hey, if it wasn't for you, Yankee Stadium would have burned down. It would have got there. And if it wasn't for you, the Yankees there. wouldn't be the third in the power rankings. They, would, they wouldn't. You're right. Good segue. So. Good segue. I don't think we gave ourselves enough credit, but I I love the segue. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we could have spent another yeah, half hour the, talking. I think about the it. fact that we like, there was a legit fire yeah. in the forest it was like, a little crazy. I mean, yeah. we were one big gust of wind away from burning down. That's what I was saying, and, and like York. everyone was like, "Why are you putting it out?" I'm like, "Cause it could fucking burn the entire forest down." Oh, so we're not going to move into the power rankings yet. I'm just saying, I, I agree with Chen. I think we should talk about it. <laughs> no, I will say that. The power in which we put that fire out, that'll lead us. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I don't want to be a fireman. No. So kudos to whoever's a fireman. They yelled at Chandler. It seems like Who you did? guys stopped a potential episode of Seinfeld because I could just picture a Seinfeld oh my God, episode yeah. where like Kramer goes golfing with somebody and flips a cigar into the woods and burns down half the <laughs> I think yeah. that's probably how it started, to be honest. That's, I don't know how. That's what I'm guessing. I don't know. The guys way. in front of us were fucking awful. And I mean, I can say that because we played so well that, you know, they definitely were being careless on the course. Say what you want about our game. At least we're respectful. Yeah, I mean, saving the world kind of messed up my back nine, I will say. I agree. You know, I got burnt shoes, a hole in my pants, smoke in my lungs, but... So Yankees are number three in the power rankings. Yeah, I mean... How do you feel about this? The crazy thing, too, is that they were number one in a bunch of different... in, In the pool of people who vote in the power rankings, they were number one, a couple of them. Yeah, number but, one in the AL and the one I saw, even the one they they were three in. Right? Yeah, was Dodgers and Mets ahead of them. Yeah, so the official list is Dodgers, Mets, Yankees, Blue Jays, and Giants. Um, Yankees averaged eight runs per game last week and outscored opponents forty-eight to twenty-one with an overall run differential of plus forty-one, second best. Is that good in the league? Um, yeah, I think it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. That's really good in my mind. Just the run differential is what sticks out to me the most because 
even last year when we were playing like good baseball at, at some points and we had like a good record, our run differential was always about even, it felt like. Yeah. But this year we're coming we're out of the gates, and that's obviously largely in in part due to our, our pitching and being so dominant. That's that's how you get the run differential to be the way it is. And keep in mind too, like we have a forty four run differential. Would you say the second best in the league? Second best in the league, yep. And that's with a historically bad start to the season offensively. So um our run differential last year for reference for the entire season was thirty eight. That's what I mean. So and at for large parts of that season it was pretty much even. Yeah. So we were negative until like September. Until uh, our thirteen game win streak. Well, whatever. Uh, either way, it, no, we're I already mean, above this it. This is to your point. I know, we're already above it. No, I, I just well, I'm saying whatever. I'm not sure if that's true, but I'll I'll take your word for it. But I was backing you up. I, I know you were backing good. me it's up. I good. was just saying I wasn't sure if that was true or not. But I I it's crazy that we're already above it as well. Yeah. Um, so hopefully it continues that that path. But I don't know. So speaking of the other team that's right next to it, the the next to us, the Mets. Um, what do we think? What we think? A lot of people, a lot of conversations being made. Not that it really matters at all whatsoever about who's the best team in New York, but uh, why don't we spend a little bit of time talking about it? Because they, I mean, they. I'll be honest, they do look good, and a lot of times people will just be like, "Oh, they're gonna Mets it up somehow." I'm not sure. I'm not so sure. They look very good. They're built very good. They spent a lot of money. Um, DFA Cano. They, they made the right move. DFA Cano. <laughs> I mean, they there hasn't been a Mets team quite like this in. Uh, since probably the World Series run, they went on. Hasn't been another team in baseball quite like the Dodgers, however. I think that's the biggest thing. Okay, but we can leave the Dodgers. I, I wanted to to compare. Well, the... We're talking Subway Series, World Series, which I would love. I don't know, man. The Mets are pretty good, especially if they get. They're doing this without Degrom. That's what I was going to say. That's a very good point. If they bring Degrom, bring Degrom back, and they're playing the the Dodgers in a short series, you, I mean, you're lining up. DeGrom. <laughs> yeah. You're playing Scherzer and Degrom. You're you're lining up Degrom and Kershaw, and then Bueller and uh, Scherzer. I would take both would, of the Mets pitchers. I would take that. the Mets, and that's not a slide at Kershaw and Bueller. I mean, the Degrom and Scherzer are the best two pitchers on the planet right now. Yeah. So that's a good point. I, I don't know. I don't know. That you, Carrasco and that McGill guy's not bad either. McGill's having a very good year, and then yeah, I mean they've I'm also got um, Chris Bassett. Asset, thank you. Yeah, who's really nice? Good. He's, I mean, he's a three starter on that team, and he's pretty fucking good. The one thing that you can say is their their bullpen is a is a big question mark with Edwin Diaz being pretty bad all for the past couple years, and just he's been good for like two years now. Has he? He was part yeah. of that no hitter they threw. I think he was yeah, he, he was good in. last year too. He he had like a rough. <laughs> I think he had a rough start, but he had like six really good months. All right, well, the Mets are good. The Mets their, are very their good. bullpen is isn't great outside of him then, but. Regardless, I, I still think, I don't know, I think it's very close. And I, I would be very pumped. And I don't think it's out of the question to say, obviously we're a month in, uh, a month and two days to be exact. Uh, Yankees are fresh on a 10-game winning streak. The Mets were on a seven-game winning streak. Are they still on it? They lost tonight. I don't they think lost it's tonight. a month and two days. I, I think it's, it's not. less than a month. So it, it is. April, it was April right. 7th. You're right. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, these are two very good teams. I think it's not unlikely that we can have a, a potential Subway Series World Series, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. And if you could bet on it, I might shop around on some books to see if you could bet on you that can happening. Bet on it. You can very much so bet, bet on, on the matchup. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's like a really big bet. That'd be fun. I mean, you could indirectly bet it by just saying you, who was going to win the AL, who's going to win the NL. 
but you, you the specific exacta box here can, that wouldn't yes. be a box that'd be an exact the octa box <laughs> no i mean but no, yeah, no, I no. So. I, I mean, I, it's it's way too early. It'd be fun, but the Mets are very good. That's what happens when you spend three hundred million dollars. You get a good product. Um, so I, I mean, I, I don't expect them to quote unquote Mets it up because they're just too talented. Like you Mets it up when you have a two hundred million dollar payroll and you've got guys that you're kind of plugging and playing, and you know, just kind of regression happens, and that's what you expect. But when you put out a $300 million lineup with the Lindors and the Scherzers and the DeGroms of the world, then you, you don't really regress to the mean. Their mean is the best on the planet. So I, I, I expect them to be right there towards the end of the year. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to say it's likely for a Subway Series because so much has to fall in the direction for both teams, especially the Yankees. Um, it, it, and I'm not being pessimistic. It's just, again, like I've said from the beginning, the the way this team's designed, it's a very hard it's a very hard way to sustain success. Is but I mean they're doing things differently, yes. But again, and, and it's hard for the Mets it's hard for any team to sustain success over one sixty two plus playoffs, especially with expanded playoffs now. You're going in and you're playing the best teams in the league for three or four rounds. It after a hundred and sixty two game season, it's gonna take a lot, but I, I I it wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world. I mean, I that's where that's where likely. relievers come are so important, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think that's it's funny it. when you look at the 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 two teams, like the Mets being one of them, and uh, they're <laughs> they're playing a different opponent, and they're they're cha- chanting about us like the Yankees suck, Yankees suck them, and the um, I'm not sure when they did it, but I know the Red Sox yesterday. I think it was they were losing, or it was yesterday, or it was a few games ago. Not sure, but was, they were losing nine one to the Orioles, and they were chanting "Yankees suck." So I think that's the point where you could say we're officially uh, a good team. We're on everybody's radar. Not that we aren't ever on everybody's radar because of the fucking New York Yankees, good or bad, we're going to be on people's radar. But I think we're officially, you know, kicking ass and taking names, and people are are taking notice of us being in first place. Because you, I mean, you don't. You, you're there, everybody's looking up to us. They're looking up and chanting up at us to try and throw stones at a glass house here. Yep. So. I mean, to play devil's advocate, we also chanted fuck Altuve for like I know. two and a half years. And they were better than us. That's what my point is. They were all better right, than us. Right, right, so right. they're throwing up to us to try and knock us down. And They can't. I'll tell you what, it feels good. Yeah, I mean, this <laughs> is the uh, the first time since 2019 that the Yankees have had the best record in baseball. Good stat, Damon. Yeah, and it, it just it feels good to... Be able to point down at them and be like, you guys are idiots. You're not even playing us. You're yeah. losing 9-1 to the Orioles. Get my name out your damn mouth. <laughs> Get my team's name Another. out your goddamn mouth. Another fun fact, fun stat. The I love that. Yankees, or I'm sorry, the New York teams and the LA okay. teams, I believe, have the four best records in baseball. That's really cool. That's very cool, too. You, you're right. looking like you're calculating that as if we didn't no, just read out the <laughs> top four teams being the no, Giants, he's Dodgers, got the standings Mets, right in front of him right now doing some. <laughs> no, I, I, I swear I don't. Murph, I, I just saw your hands eye. up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw your. Uh, yeah, my hands are up, so that no, means it, I can't I look at my it, other well, four it monitors. Mean, it might mean that they're each at the top of their own divisions, but either way, it's something like that. Yeah, I mean the Yankees, Mets, Dodgers, Giants are. The four best teams in no, baseball right Angels. now. Angels. 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 What's their record? Like last really? time I saw, they were fifteen and eight. Yeah. 
They're they're at the think, top of the division. I'll tell you what. I think that's what it is. The, the, the Angels are fifteen and nine. That's cool. There, I want them to make the playoffs so bad. And the Dodgers are fourteen and seven. And that's after almost getting swept by like the Diamondbacks or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. What a bunch of idiots. Imagine losing to inferior competition. Couldn't Can't. be the Yankees. Not, not the 2022 Can't Yankees. Relate. Not my 2022 Yankees. After the start. I mean, not we... after 6-6, six and six, my 2022 no. Yankees. No, sir. Um, I got to say, also, speaking of league leading, Rizzo and Judge are 1-2 and two in the home run column. For the hmm. league. Go figure. Pretty great. 9-8. and eight. Do we think either of them have a... Okay, that's a dumb question. Obviously, Judge yes. has a chance to finish in the top. Do we think <laughs> either of them finish at the top? I think Judge could. Or do you think it's a, a, do you think it's a little bit of Stanton? Rizzo won't, but I think Rizzo I think Judge, I think Judge could. I mean, I Judge, Judge is on a fucking warpath right now, and, and I did see... I'll let you go in a second, but I did see that Dan, Dan Rourke put those stats out to compare back to 2020, 2017 when he was on an MVP warpath when he did win MVP because it's not Altuve's award. Um, and he's better this year. And it's just, I mean, it's, it's something that we said about judge. It's, we said that, you know, he wants to get paid. I think if he continues to play like this, which I, first of all, I don't think this is unrealistic for him to play like this. He's not having, we know he's good. No, but like this exact production, I think he can sustain this over a full season. It's not like, Oh my God, he's batting 500 and he's doing X, Y, and Z. Like, you know, other guys are going to regress back to the mean, like, Connor Falefa, he's playing awesome right now. Maybe he doesn't play like this or as, as productive as this. Maybe he does. But guys like that, you can expect a little bit of regression. Yep. Judge I, Judge can very well play like this all throughout the year. Judge has and his cold especially streak, Especially being – but he still bats like 280 for his career. Yeah, so he's never going to – he's going to strike out a ton, but he's going to get on base a ton. And That's I just think he's – I think he's and, – and lump it in with like being closer to free agency – as the year progresses, like the dog days of summers, he always has that extra motivation in his back in the back of his mind that, hey, I'm about to be a free agent in now. It's not May anymore. Now it's August. Like in like three short months, I gotta put my stamp on this season. Like that type of thing, he's never gonna lose sight of that. I, I just really think that if you're placing bets on the chalkboard app right now, I I think it wouldn't be a bad idea to take Mr. Aaron Judge. I think he'll be exactly what, like you said, exactly what he is. This is what he does every year that he's been healthy. He puts up MVP caliber numbers. Last year, he what did he come in third behind Otani, who put up a historical like once in a lifetime year, and Vlad Jr., who almost won a triple crown. So you take out the two anomalies, and he's right there for MVP. That's the only reason he didn't get the MVP love is because, I mean, you're putting up two of the best seasons in actual MLB history. Every year that he's on the field, he is a top three, top five MVP candidate. I don't think. I think he'll be right there again this year. I don't think this is anything crazy. I don't think him being in a contract year changes that. I think he's just this is the player he is. He's going to come out. He's going to hit 285. He's going to hit 40. He's going to drive in 100, and we'll see what happens. But I don't know that that necessarily makes his value jump up a ton. Maybe it does. Somebody, somebody like the Giants will offer him because they have all that payroll space. They'll offer him 33 instead of 30. And the Yankees will have to match that. I think they're going to pay him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. My about judge, that, my judge's backometer. It's at like eighty-eight <laughs> percent. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a Yankee. 
I would say 52. Want to toss? And that's a pessimist saying that. So, you know, glass is half full right there. You're in the majority right now. So yeah, 2%. Let's, fl- let's kick it back to a different backometer. Before you get, uh, before you get to that, I want to see what am I talking about. I know you're talking about, but I, I want to <laughs> bring one quick thing about the home run thing before. I'll put a little more respect on Anthony Rizzo real quick. Because I We've do talked want about Anthony I know, so I much. Know, He's got all the respect. I know. I just want to say one one thing. I feel like for some reason he could have like a uh, Salvador Perez type year last, like like, like Perez had last year, which is like randomly has forty plus home runs. Well, he's also having a great year this year as well. But yeah, I, I know. I, but I can see but what you're Perez saying. Perez averaged like twenty low twenty home runs his entire career, and then hit forty eight last year. Same in numbers. Same thing with Rizzo. Oh, he had his phone out. Yeah, I don't. I don't just keep track of Salvador <laughs> Perez numbers. No, I, I, really, I, I really, I was all year round. I was actually impressed. And then, and Rizzo, same thing. He averages the same amount of home runs every year. And uh, I don't know. Murph's, yeah, Murph's the biggest 40. Sally Perez. Are they on the similar floor. in age too? Um, Perez is thirty-one. Rizzo's what thirty-two. Um, yeah. Look at that comparison of the year. I don't know. Some would say yes. Yeah. All right, back to the real estate. But he doesn't who's, play who's catcher. Back. I can already see the fucking comments. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Rella. Who's back, Glaber. 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 Question mark. Murph. Glaber. What's his, where's his who's back, Glaber? At was this who's the, we did judge who's back as if he's coming back to New York. This is who's back. Like, yeah, I can, you can, production. I mean, yeah, you can you can flip the script here. Okay. Just I was just clarifying it for those of us who are not. Objection. Relevance. <laughs> Sustained. Back to, he's back to being a productive part of the lineup. I will say that. But he's not back to his third in uh, rookie of the year form. Okay. Disagree. I think he's back. I think he looks great. I, think, I, think I, looks I also awesome. think he looks great. Don't get me wrong. Well, I'm very pumped about the clutchness. I think that goes a long way for him because he's, as we have seen, he's a head case similar to a la Clint Frazier's of the world in uh, RIP in the Yankees. Um, but, you know, I, I think this this goes a long way for him. I think it he'll build off that. I mean, we saw the numbers. We mentioned it on the last episode that he has, like, the most walk-offs since 2018 when he entered the league. Um he he did it again today. Essentially, if we were home, that would have been a walk off as a go ahead. But um, why is that funny? I mean, I don't know. I was just laughing at the essentially a walk off. It, well, it is. I mean, it is. It's just funny. It, I mean, game, I, game I'm one. not saying you're wrong. It's just kind of a funny way of putting it. Not laughing because well, it you. was the same thing. It was it's a go ahead. So, but regardless, the clutch factor is very much there. If you could measure that in leverage, I mean, you know. Glaber Glaber has that gene in him, which is great, and maybe that's a conversation we want to have. It's like who who do we want right now in a spot? Obviously, without being prisoner of the moment, Glaber. You can make a good case that you want Glaber there because you've seen Aaron Judge has one walk off and it was a dribbler up the middle, as we all remember. But like, depends the situation. I if I need a guy, if I need a guy that's I've got runners on, less than two outs, and I need him to do a job, I want Anthony Rizzo. Right now, right now. Right now, if the situation stands, there's one out, guy on second and third, game on the line. I need a guy to come in and do a job. I want Anthony Rizzo at the plate. Is the guy on second or third 
with one out. Important question. It's a very important question that decides what my answer is going to be. How much pop does what? this guy have? No, it it it. Wait, what are you asking? Is the is the risk <clears throat> guy the runners in scoring position? Is oh. the man on second or is he on third? Like the go ahead run or the tying run? This changes the answer. The, the, I'm saying the tying runs on third. Tying runs on third. Tying runs on third. It's yeah, second yeah, and third. Tying run on third. DJ, I want Rizzo. I want Rizzo. I want Rizzo over DJ. Rizzo. I, I would have picked DJ. There's no wrong. There's no wrong answer between Anthony Rizzo and DJ LeMayu. What day of the week is it? <laughs> what's the What's the weather like? When did they cut the grass? Uh, Sixty-four percent humidity. <laughs> what's the pitcher's mother's name? <laughs> Maiden name. Maiden name. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think. I mean, I, 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 you can make the case for Glaber. I mean, it's. I mean, I don't even know why I have to say you can make the case. He's literally has the most in the league since 2018. Huh? He also has two game-winning hits this year. This year, yeah. All and right. he just did one tonight, so did one of those things. So, um, I don't know. I, I I, personally, right now, just this is not based on anything. This is just feel. It's like, who would you rather have? I I still wouldn't put Glaber there yet, and that's literally no fault of his. I just think Rizzo is a guy who's more been there, done that. It's and just a good situation. He's more whatever. of a, that's a, what it a is. calm... Is, yeah, he's more calm, cool, collected. He... He just can. He knows what to do with the ball in in a moment that may be too big for. And, well, and, he, and I, I, I feel weird saying a moment that may be too big for no, Glaber no, because no. he can do it. I know. I know what you guys are saying. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just taken aback by what I said. Is like you know, I feel like I'm not putting enough respect on Glaber. No, there's no. It's no disrespect to Glaber, but Rizzo has one of the highest baseball IQs in the game, yeah. and that's what you need in that situation. That's not shitting on Glaber. That's just that's just who Rizzo is as a player. He's made an entire career off of knowing what to do in the situation. Yeah, like Glaber, he would take a ball on the outside, slap it the other way. Like he'll do what yes. what he does with the ball dictates. He doesn't try. I think Glaber, you know, can the, be a prisoner of the moment, like that. He can just like try to push too hard and make it happen like this. Maybe go for a home run. He's been doing the little things, which is great. But when push comes to shove, I think you're right. I think Rizzo would be the guy who can just like go inside out on a ball and just like, f- like flip it over the second baseman's head to get the, get the win. And like, I don't know. I just There's think. one thing that just kind of separates them. And it's not even a talent thing. It's just a mindset. Whenever Rizzo is trying to do a job, he chokes, the he hell up chokes that, up yeah. like he's in little league. I love he puts it. the ball in play. He's driving it the other way. He's doing whatever it takes to at least give his team a chance. Glaber doesn't have that. Uh, I'm not saying capability because obviously he could do it if he wanted to, but he doesn't have that gear to shift down into. He takes the same swing, whether it's 0-2 or it's 3-0. And no matter the situation, does he have a knack for doing it in the big moment? Yes. But if I'm taking the guy who's done it his whole career and has the IQ to go up there and baseball IQ, I'm not talking about their actual intelligence level for people out there, but, but you know, Rizzo's got the, the wherewithal to come in and know what he's doing to choke up, put the ball in play and do a job. Well, I mean, yeah, I think to Rizzo's point too, it's like, we're not discounting Glaber. It's just, what Rizzo does in that situation, in those situations, like very, very few people in the major leagues can actually do that. Like yeah. he can literally have an entirely different swing and an entirely different approach to every single at bat. And that's just why he is so good. If he wants to put the ball in play, he'll put it in play. He wants to hit a fly ball. 
get a runner in from third, he can do that. If he wants to hit it the other way for the uh, breaking ball outside, he'll do that. And that's just who he is. Again, he just chokes up on the ball and just literally just slaps it wherever he needs to do. Yeah. Wherewithal, the money yeah. or the means needed for a particular purpose. What? Just thought I would give you the praise for that fantastic SAT word. Thank you. I missed that. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. Not surprised I missed that, but good job. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, still, I think Austin C. Glaber still doing well. I think what, he, do you need to see anything more from Glaber? No. No, I mean, I'm still. To say he's back? I mean, yes, but no. I need to. He's to been say, doing it for about a week. Do it for a year. Oh, well. Yes, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, all right. so we're talking about him being like a top ten prospect in baseball. Oh no, no. Well, I think he was well, number one. I think we. He has one good week, and we're saying he's back to. The no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I think since that point, we've tendered our expectations for him completely. So I think, okay, when I say back, I mean back to what you said. I think we're on the same page. Being a productive how member I, of the how lineup. I answered the question. Yes. So being a productive <laughs> member of the lineup is that that's. Not being a useless person like he has been for the early half of this year and pretty much last year. So, but I, I do think when I say back, I don't mean at all that he's back in the sense of like thirty-eight home runs. He could be, and he, and that's what I need to see more of to potentially be a guy that can do that. I'm not sure if he will ever do that because the juice balls, but you know, I I think he's got his swagger back. I think he got his confidence, and and that brings up the question too. We were, we were chatting about this. You know, I know Gallo's out right now, but with IKF, DJ, and Glaber all playing very well, it's pretty difficult to not say that that Donaldson is the is the odd man out. He he's, they won't do it, but I mean, you you, you have to with DJ. DJ and IKF are both batting three hundred, and they're both hitting very clutch hits. They have their they're probably their most productive uh, with runners in scoring position this year. And then Glaber coming out party that he's having right now with a guy that is as touted as of a prospect as he's been and the pedigree and all that, you can't not have him up. Um, I think look, you don't have Donaldson, to justify Donaldson to me. is like the the worst. You don't have to justify it to me. I'm not the one with the the pocketbook here that's writing the fucking checks. You think that the Yankees have the are able they have that gear to swallow their pride and let a guy that they're paying twenty five million ride the bench? No. Absolutely. What not. would you rather waste? A, a a a guy that you know is past his prime, and you're just paying him money, and that's it. Or would you rather waste a guy in Glaber who's 24 years no. old and has the potential to be a guy that you can get better production, and more star power? Out of? Ask that question to Brian Cashman, House Time. Am I right though? You're. I'm on your side. I yeah. hate Josh Johnson. He's fucking terrible. <laughs> He's fucking. He is useless. He is an automatic out. Yeah. Josh Johnson sucks. He's fucking terrible. I'm 100 percent on your side. He's very tough to watch. He's brutal. He's very tough to watch. His at-bats are fucking terrible. They're not competitive. He watches strike one, watches strike two, almost every at-bat. And their fastball is down the middle, and he'll watch him. And then he'll get to strike three. You know, it'll be down one, two, oh, two in the count. And he'll hit a weak pop-up. He'll hit a weak ground ball, or he'll strike out. And it's it's like fucking clockwork at this point. I'm, I'm just... I know it's early in the season. Whatever. I said that about Kiner Falefa, and now here he is. But... Uh, yeah, but it's uh, not like it's not like Donaldson's the type of guy in his age and his skill level right now is just going to turn it on and be like yeah. the the centerpiece of the New York Yankee lineup. Like, no, exactly. And he's not like that's he's, that's Tim LaCastro. He's not Kiner Falefa right. in the sense that he's been a lifelong <laughs> Yankees fan and the moment is too big for him at first. No, he's been there, done that. He's a thousand years old. He's played in every situation. 
Hey, this is just a player you get. You spent $25 million to get a 36-year-old guy that hasn't been productive. I'm, he's been productive, but he hasn't been himself in seven years. I mean, what did you expect? We, none of us expected him to come in and be an MVP. So, I, love, I love when they show his 2015 stats. Yeah, stats. fucking congrats. They showed it tonight. They, and those, they're going to show it every single game. Hey, remember when yeah, he well, didn't have gray hair and he hit 41 home runs yeah, and 125 lose the fucking, RBIs? Lose the mohawk also, dude. You got gray hair. Nobody's ever looked good with a gray mohawk. Dude, you're 38. Don't have a fucking mohawk. Yeah, no. We're on a 10-game win streak. Don't care. Yeah, anyway, we I think... We still got to talk about this stuff. Like, Donaldson is the one... Whenever, no, yeah. Whenever you run the lineup out every day... He shouldn't be on it. And I'm looking at this team, and right now I legitimately feel excited about every at bat other than Josh Donaldson and Kyle Higashi. Yeah, I was going to say. But, well, he's going to continue to be run out there because Gallo's out. So that's that's a no-brainer. I'd rather see I'm, Andahar. Well, that's he's obviously not, not happening. R.I.P. <laughs> Andahar. He's going to be when Gallo gets put on the I.L. He's with the team in Toronto. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be upset about seeing Andahar there. And would Andahar be the D.H. in that sense? Yeah, I mean, clearly Stanton can play the out, outfield. Did you guys see that fucking catch he made today? Dude, he's played yeah. like eight of nine games in the outfield. And he just, I, mean, did, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say robbed a home run, but like I mean, played it pretty well. Robbed an extra base hit. Balls out in yeah. Yankee yeah. Stadium. Well said. Yeah, I said, I said this last week, though. I, 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 I Again, I 100% agree that I'd rather see Andujar out there, but like, I, I don't know. I've been hearing all the broadcasts. I've been hearing all the comments and like, the reporters after the game, everything, like, everything like that. Like Donald's and just like, yeah, I'm right on. I'm about to, I'm about to turn it on. And like, I feel like the Yankee like uh, management feels the same way. They're all just like, yeah, like he's a good player. He's gonna turn it on eventually. So like, they're just gonna keep putting him out in the lineup whenever they can and hope that he fucking gets better. I said that for I 17 mean, years. You want to know where that got me? Well, he <laughs> well, did yeah. have a very, very, very good offensive year last year. When you look at the Saber metrics and everything like that, so like, it's not unrealistic for them to like I, I don't blame them for running him out there and oh neither because he did have a if you look at his baseball savant page all you see is red there he was in the 95th plus percentile and everything so i i including for, speed so for everything we've mentioned about him being bad so far i don't and regardless of my feelings towards it he's going to be out there he's, he's gallows out and, he, and he's going to land on the il I think they're going to give him more run. I think here, here's the thing. If it's like I mentioned before is if it's between Glaber and him, I would rather see the guy who has potential higher ceiling and all the talent. And I, I don't mind wasting the money, uh, like having Donaldson ride the bench. If it's Miggy versus him. Okay. I, I'm I'd rather see the dollars play in that spot. Well, I, I think again, <laughs> I, yeah, so I, I said this, I said this last week too. Like, I would rather do what's best for the longevity of this specific season and focus on this season first. And truth be told, if between Donaldson and Miggy, Donaldson is going to be on this team the entire season. Miggy is not. Yeah, I'd like and to see I'd Donaldson like to potentially see, get in a groove. I'd like to, yeah, exactly. I'd like to see him potentially get in a groove, potentially actually be an impact player on in this, in this lineup and just... Miggy is not going to be that for this year unless there's injuries and um cuz we know their we know their feelings about Miggy. We know we know their feelings. That's that's it. I'm with you. I would like point, to see Andujar get some run out there and prove himself, but he's had his opportunities to do that. Yes, I know he had two hits the other day, but last year he didn't. 
At, at what point do you get to Donaldson though, and you're just like, I know it's May. I I know it's May right now. I'm asking this for the future. At what point in this season do you look at Donaldson? And you go, okay, maybe he's not this big piece that we need to hope he gets hot because it's middle of July. If he looks like this, I'd be like, okay, it's time July, to shut it down. and he still looks like dog shit. Yeah. So like, how how long how long is that leash? If I'm having a barbecue with you fellas, and we got the game on the on outside, Murph's around town. And Donaldson uh, strikes out looking. I'll be like, okay, maybe it's time to shut this down. I won't say it yet because I said middle of July, but we'll start that conversation for sure then. Put the deadline on my birthday. Okay. Chandler's birthday deadline. But either, either way, though, he's still going to be in the lineup. He's just going to be the bench. So it doesn't do anything. Well, that, anything this may, this may be a, a deadline for the Sun. I think that's kind of oh, indirectly what we just that. did. His, his Sun no, is he, shorter than that. He could be in the Sun before then for sure. <laughs> No way. Well, I'm trying to say is like there's no way the Yankees just get rid of them. They're not going to get rid oh, of them. Oh no, I'm saying, that's I'm not saying what we're us saying. as fans. No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. I, I know that. But uh, my, my my point being that this doesn't help the the Enduar conversation because Enduar, regardless, no, is going to be on the bench. An Andu- no, I'm we're not saying dead that. to hit, dead to us. I'm saying at yeah. what point in this season do you stop think, thinking with what you just told me? You just said, you know, I'm thinking longevity of the season. I would like to see him out there every day because I want to see him get into a group. At what point in this season, Luke said July. I said July. At what point? Oh, you said July? I I will for the sake of argument. <laughs> um, I'm already fucking over it. But at what point in the season do you look at this? And you're like, all right, maybe him being here for the longevity isn't necessarily a good thing. This groove that we're waiting on and hoping for isn't coming. Yeah, I mean, I'll even go fucking shorter than fucking No July. way. I'll May even, I join? I'll even say mid-June. Murph? I'm still going to go on the July train. Thank but you. Use your head. That, that, But that's in terms of him playing because you have other people that can play third. Well, that's the... Well, and you have other people that can DH. That's my reason why. My reason why is that the rest of the team looks like they're all in a groove. So now it's like, it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, the whole team needs to figure it out. There are some pretty, uh, you know, there are some elephants in the room right now. And, Don- and Donaldson's one of them. I'm actually going earlier for that exact reason. It's because look at how it's going right now. DJ's playing well. Glaber's playing well. IKF's playing well. Say Gallo comes back and starts hitting, and you want to have Gallo, Stanton, Judge, and Hicks in the lineup, and Donaldson stinks. Yeah. And <laughs> maybe leave, you're going to leave him on the bench. You're going to put DJ at third, and you're going to let Stanton DH. Also, Rizzo being out of his mind, that takes away the equation of even him sitting and DJ playing first for a few games. Like yep. it, everyone else is doing their job right now. But, I mean, Higgy, you know, whatever. He's not, they don't expect too much, but everyone else is doing their job right now. Everyone else seems like they're getting in the groove. Donaldson really is like the one key player, one or two key players who we had higher expectations for that really isn't doing anything. So, you know, I'm saying a lot earlier because he got to figure his shit out before we start just putting him on the bench and having the guys who are actually hitting play. Yeah. Can I can I give a little praise to two people that I absolutely love? Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> other than Damon. Wow, I'm quick and, with that. And Murph and, and Chandler. Um, and the people listening. <laughs> other than those uh, 75,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I just want to give a little praise. I know we've given to to him a bunch. IKF, I I just love IKF so much. I think he's just 
He's the goddamn best. And that's that's where I'll leave it. But another person that I think deserves a little bit more praise too. And the reason why I give IKF a lot of praise right there because is and I, we mentioned this while we we're watching the game is he's he's doing a job. And you know, we were talking about shortstops and like Corey Seager and other people that were Carlos Correa, bigger names. Like not every player on the team is going to be a big name in any baseball team ever. What we're seeing right now with the Dodgers and how they're kind of playing fucking just bully ball, buying everybody, and even what the Mets are doing and what we are doing too. We have a bunch of like household names. Like when you look across history at baseball teams that have been awesome, like there are guys who aren't household names. They have guys that do their job and all that. Connor Fluff is that fucking dude. If you look at a World Series tape, if it if this season bounces the right way and we end up getting one, Connor Fluff is going to be a big part of it because he's doing the little things. He's getting singles in big spots. He's stealing bases. He's tagging up. He's doing all these things. He's playing damn good shortstop, and that's going to be that. That's what I want. I want that right there, and I want to. I want to sing his praises a little bit. Another guy who fits that bill that I want to give praises to is Tim LaCastro because Tim LaCastro is just like he's 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 awesome. He's, I mean, he he's he apparently a great locker room guy. He basically won the game for us. He gets on, he gets he, he doesn't get on. He pinch runs for Stanton, which I think we're probably going to see a lot of in, in the at the end of games there where it gets um I mean, in, into a, the thick a, of it. It's a no-brainer call right there. Yeah, I mean that was a good call by Boone. It was the top of the ninth. We got Stanton on after a nice single. Uh that's something you just kind of have to eat if the, you can't plan for extra innings there. You got to go for the win. Like obviously you lose Stanton as a hitter, but you got to go for it. There's no outs, I think, so that's obviously a no-brainer call. But LaCastro getting on, stealing the base. Uh, and then scoring on the following Glaber single, and then and their Glaber double, and I just want to sing my praises for him because he's he's not only a pinch runner, he could he's a defensive replacement, and uh, just a good guy. So he's like a very very important bench piece. Is he number thirty three? Yes, Nick yeah. Fisher. Yep, I was about to say good runs in, runs in the number. Like he we we don't really. <laughs> He's, he's like the fast guy on the bench that we just put in at the late in game. He's and four or five. That's exactly who he is. Yeah. I'll take that all yeah, day. And that was surprising when he got thrown out that one time. I mean, it was bang, bang. But like, he's gonna. it's not going to be four for five for the rest of the season. It's going to be like 14 for 15. Like, he just got his one early. <laughs> yeah. Way early. Like, he'll, I guarantee you. He's Dude, he, he was. Next step. He was home on that Glaber hit before the ball even fucking touched, so get, fucking touched the grass. I love it. He's so fast. Didn't he just have an ACL injury? Yeah, he last, yeah, last year. ACL last year. Who needs yeah. it? Not me. Yeah, literally. Definitely not me. I mean, we got some speed. We get Judge stole base today. Glaber well, not fast, but DJ with an <laughs> infield single. DJ infield single. Uh, I love. Uh, by the way, I love. I mentioned this to you guys too, but I love that he just stayed. I love when just anybody stays on the base just to be like, nope, not gonna leave. <laughs> yeah, but I saw somebody tweet something. I don't remember who it was, so sorry. But um, somebody tweeted something like, yeah, don't even review it. DJ LeMay, he would never lie. Just like give it to him. He's just too good of a person. That's why a lot of people do that, and I don't believe it. Like, DJ, I believed it. I did, too. Go figure. He was safe. What a beast. One thing I also wanted to mention was that we set the line. Obviously, we're recapping the... Uh, Royal series kind of briefly, not really, but uh, just kind of storylines this episode, which is nice. But um, before that stretch of 15 games started of the 15 games against, you know, sub 500 teams or expected to be sub 500 teams, uh, we said over 10 and a half would be fantastic. If we got there, finished with 12. It's not bad. So, yep. Snaps. 
After a three and three start. Too. Yeah. Losing a series to the Orioles, that's that's not a bad way to finish it out. I mean, a ten game win streak will get you there. Uh but you know, I'm I'm pumped about that. You gotta take care of business against the shitty teams. And uh they are. Yeah, I mean we have uh can't ask for much more. We have these two games two more games against the Blue Jays, and then we have three games against the Rangers and then another series against the Blue Jays. I so it was four against Rangers. Am I making that up? No, it's three. I think it's three Rangers, two Blue Jays, and then four White Sox. Cool. So mean, we're getting these Blue Jays games out early, which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but definitely good. good if we're hot. <laughs> Goddamn right, yeah. But um, yeah, a lot of big games coming up. I mean, we're well, just two and a half games ahead right now after the win today. Yeah, and good for us too because the Red Sox are blowing ass. They're I'm like so tied happy. with the Orioles. Me too. Fuck them. Um, the battle for fourth place starts today. Yeah, uh, the Rays are not fifth doing place. The Rays are hovering around five hundred, and then Boston just got one game up on the on the Orioles today. <laughs> so good for them. Um, no, we we need these. Obviously, we mentioned before, the Orioles series are going to be the most important because it's who can play them the best. It will separate everybody. But, I mean, if we can... That was assuming we we don't go ahead and win the series against the Blue Jays or we split it with them. If we go out and win it, we're putting ourselves in the fucking driver's seat. What's our what's our season record against the Blue Jays? Anybody know? Three and two, I think. No. Are we? What, yeah, because we split the first series. It was just one game. Was it a four game series? Yeah, no, we split because I remember walking out of the stadium. We we're like, oh, look at that. If, if you told me we were four and three because we played three against the Red Sox and four oh, yeah. them, if you told me we were four and three coming out, I'd be happy. So three and two now. Okay. We're we were we were winning that series earlier. Right? We're the only two yeah. in the AL East with a positive run differential. Yeah. We rock. Yeah, we rock. But yeah, it's a big game tomorrow. I think that tomorrow's the make or break point for this this uh, streak season. We got for the season, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that. If we win, you know, if the, we win today, we're not losing ever again. Can we say that every every new game? Like this, this is <laughs> this is the game <laughs> that game this is the biggest game of the season. Just hey, every game Orioles. is the biggest game of the season. Yeah, hey, right? goddamn men, brother! <laughs> <laughs> or, Orioles mid August, Mervins. <laughs> biggest game of the season right here. On Tuesday at four oh five. They got fucking. Who's the uh, Jorge Mateo on the mound? <laughs> Shortstop. Um, what's the what's the pitching matchups for the next couple of games? Tyone versus Manoa. Manoa is um, pretty good. Cy Young versus Kikuchi. Nestor. Kikuchi. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are synonymous. Nestor. We didn't talk about Nestor's start. Uh, what are our thoughts? Yeah, he did fine. He yeah, battled without bad. his best stuff. That's yeah. it, that's what you want. That's um, all you want. Cole dominated again. Yeah, two good starts for Cole. We buying it. I know we're, we're not doing hot or not today, but want to save it. We we said uh, we I said stand on the, by what I said. We said on the last episode, and and as you said, give me a fuck you start against the Rays or the Blue Jays, and we'll, I think we'll that's talk. synonymous with the Blue Jays. I think that would work as well. Yeah, not the Red Sox. Red I Sox. Think, Red Sox are getting fuck you started against <laughs> against the Orioles. So no, I don't think that applies there. But I think, I, I think if he has one fuck you start against the Blue Jays or the Rays. I will say I will that. tell you why I said the Rays initially is because especially this year with how much he's been bitching about weird stuff. Tropicana is a weird field. It's yeah. just kind of wacky. And they have his number too. And they have his number. If he goes down into Tropicana in that poverty stadium and <laughs> comes out and puts up a dominant start, then then I'm back. I'll even say it. If he does it against the Mets, I don't know if we when we play them. <laughs> like July. I would like to go to that game. Same. 
I don't know if they actually do play them. I would imagine. Hey, I know a couple of guys who have tickets to that game. Do we? Is yeah. it home? We're season ticket holders. It's away. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, wait. We do have some at home in August. Nice. It's all the way in Flushing. All the way. That's actually pretty far for me, to be honest. <laughs> it's like yeah. super inconvenient to get to. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's really hard for me, too. <laughs> Might be close. Might be a close race here. Um, so, yeah, is uh, Nestor's last game? This is a three-game set? Yeah, Nestor's the last one. All right. That's what I'm saying. Tomorrow's a big game. Nestor, then Cole against the Rangers. All right. Anything else you want just wanted to chat about? No. All right. Things are pretty good right now. That's things good when we don't have a lot to talk about. I mean, yeah, we haven't had to dust off the panic meter in a little bit. So that's... And Chandler saying pretty good is actually very, very good. I mean, for Chandler to say pretty good, you have to have the best record in baseball. Which, wait, do we? <laughs> yeah, no, we that, do. that's what I mean. My math. What, Murph? I said pretty, pretty, pretty good. Seems mm. good right now. I, I, it's early. We could win the World Series. You'd be like, you know what? Well, <laughs> no. If we win the World Series, I'm going to jail. Um, <laughs> I'm going to jail. That's the quote. We're we're posting that tomorrow. We're, that's the that's the quote graphic we're posting tomorrow. Can you put the picture on the quote of Nestor eating the apple? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll do it for us. I think uh, it's getting a little late here. So as always, if you enjoyed the episode, if you could leave us a five star review on iTunes. That'd be fantastic. We'd really appreciate it. Go subscribe to the YouTube. Type in Bronx Pinstripes on YouTube. Catch the episodes live. And uh, in the video version, see Murph's beautiful face. And uh, he might be eating an apple and drinking a beer with a hot dog dipped. We need to do that, by the way. We didn't do that this episode. We need to do that. Thursday's episode, we're going to do a beer and a hot dog to test out that crazy fucking Yankees fan who nutbag. They actually tried that on, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. And they almost gagged, so... There's no way it's that. We'll bad. see what happens. It see doesn't sound happens. like it would be a good, good tasting thing. But anywho, all the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>